Excuse me. <laughs> I think I'm in the wrong apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Sour things when you're uh, when you're high. Sour things when I'm high. Yeah, skittles and mm-hmm. stuff. You said skittles. Yeah, sour skittles, or like those old retro candies, like baby bottle pops. Baby bottle pops. Have you ever had one? No. <laughs> okay, it's like um, it's shaped like a soother, which is like it's one of my. You're things. using words that are outside of my vocabulary. I think. Okay. 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 Like a soother. Like a baby bottle. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but the the nipple of the baby bottle yeah. is like a is like a, a sucker, like a lollipop. Yeah. yeah. And then you dip it in powdered sugar. Oh my god. And then you lick it off. And sounds like so much work, but so good. It's one of my reasons, like that, I think that a lot of millennials have like mommy issues and like mommy kinks and stuff because we were all eating so many baby bottle pops. Well, I was. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good excuse. It's like, yeah, I have uh, mommy issues because of the candy I ate, no, because my parents kind of suck. Maybe not issues, but definitely like I don't know. I think it's made some people a little, a little kinky. I'm sure. Little, okay. Why not? That's that's fair. I was um, I every now and then I get into these uh, like shitty energy drinks because uh-huh. i would drive I, I have a car now so whenever i pop by a gas station i'm like oh three monsters for five dollars let's go and i just load up and i yeah. don't have them up until like i'm kind of tired and i was like oh, i'll have one i open one up on friday and then i open it too late in the night and i was like i'm not gonna finish this so i left it there saturday i was busy because we were playing poker and then mm-hmm. sunday i was like i'll have a few sips it it tasted like like Dirty nipples. And dirty nipples? What is the fuck <laughs> and I was does like, dirty nipples taste like? I don't know, you know, kind of like tomatoes. <laughs> what the hell? Oh my god, so you're telling me an unwashed nipple tastes like a tomato and that this energy drink was replicating it perfectly. Not unwashed nipples, but like... What? Is a dirty nipple then? Not a dirty nipple. Okay. How does a nipple get dirty? You know, <laughs> like, not maybe not a dirty one. But, like, some people just have this, like... So some people's nipples just taste like tomatoes. Not... It's kind of, like, almost a tomato. Minus the sweetness. Minus the sweet... <laughs> so it's like a shitty tomato. Not a shitty... Yeah. It's like a tomato without the thing that's supposed to make it, Well, like... okay, wait, wait. Let's, let's, let's okay. do it the other way. Tomatoes Ooh. taste like sweet nipples. So when you're eating a tomato, <laughs> you're, like, <laughs> you're like, that's a good nipple. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like... What? Sweet. It's it's got like this aftertaste of a nipple. Do you always think of nipples when you eat tomatoes? Never. I, I'll, I will now. I think. You, I think now. Yeah. But like every now and then, I'm like, mm, that's that's a zesty tomato. What? Y- so everyone, every do now you, and then, do you never get like? What? Because okay, all right. So you're as far as I remember from you, said you're mm-hmm. bi. Mm-hmm. Like, tasted some nipples? Yeah, you tasted some nipples. Yeah. I don't know about guy nipples. I don't have any experience with guy nipples, but girl nipples, every now and then, there's like an aftertaste. Like, if you suck on a nipple... Is that from, like, lactation? No, like, no, are no, you, no, no, no. It's not lactation. Okay, okay. I think okay. it's just like... It's just women's nipples. It's not... I don't think it's like... Maybe it's. Like I definitely some think sort there's of, more to women's nipples. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Like for there, sure, there's more. There's to more it, there, but it, it's not the la- not the lactate. Okay, but it's a non-sweet tomato. No one has ever lactated in my mouth, uh, aside from, <laughs> I guess, when I was a little baby. Uh huh. There's a lot of women coming through. Uh, a lot of women coming no, through no. a train. Just yeah. a tra- baby just, ran a train on the breastfeeding mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there wasn't a mom in the neighborhood that wasn't like, I want to pop my... No, yeah. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. I had pretty eyes. Um, but... <laughs> what? I think... Because do you ever, like, when you suck on a girl's nipples, uh-huh. you're like, there's a, kind of like an aftertaste after... And you're, you're, there's like a... No, I feel it? like I'm too busy doing other things to think about, like, the palate aftertaste. Yeah, see, moment. this is probably why women say that there's a difference between having sex with a guy and having sex with a woman. Yeah, I mean, there is a difference, definitely. <laughs> there I'm is, yeah, because I'm like, mmm, tomatoes, and yeah. you're like, I gotta... I have, like, I have other work to yeah. do. Like, there's other yeah. things to be done, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, I'm for like, sure. I'm like, this is... You're sitting there like, hmm, this tastes like yeah. my, you know, Italian yeah. sandwich. Last yeah, yeah, week, yeah. You know, like, if I got Caesar salad? No, there's no... No, 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 it's like Greek salad, I guess. Yeah, that's why the Greeks are so happy. They are. They are. They're such a happy people because they have so many tomatoes. tomatoes. Yeah. They're all like, nipples! Uh, That's what they're saying. That's what Opa Opa means, nipple. Opa, okay. No, I'm being very insensitive, I think, to the Greeks. That's okay. I don't think they understand English. What? Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, I think... I mean, obviously, vaginas have an aftertaste, usually. But but nipples specifically have, like, this, like... The fact that you've thought about this to the level of being able to classify a fruit or tomato and then and then minus less the sweetness is just it's so much analyzing. Like do you have you thought about this alone? Like have you gone home and been like, hmm, yeah. <laughs> no, because every now and then I'm like, ooh, this is stronger than than like usually the Oh, you know, that it's a strong tomato? Or is it another like, fruit altogether? No, no, no. It's a vegetable. Like, it's broccoli. It's never broccoli. It's never a broccoli. <laughs> if net? it were broccoli, I would never touch nipples. You wouldn't? You hate broccoli? I don't, I'm not, a, I mean, steamed with some salt, sure. Oh, but the worst. Steamed <laughs> but raw broccoli? No, I mean, yeah, raw is terrible too, yeah, but what's, steamed with what, salt is all it takes to get you going on broccoli? Some butter. <laughs> some butter. What if nipples tasted like steamed broccoli with salt and butter? <laughs> You'd be cool with it? Some rice and chicken to that? I yeah, yeah, like a full protein be meal. Be yoked, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be like, just, just go to the gym, nipples. nipples. <laughs> That's, gym to net back to you're gym. just describing my life gym uh, bros would be a lot cooler I think I think so like the, okay. yeah they'd be yeah. a lot less angry because they'd just be like I need the nips <laughs> you know the feminist movement <laughs> the feminist movement uh, I don't think nipples would be a bigger hit for me they're already a massive hit you're already like great great 10 yeah, out of yeah. 10 love the work yeah yeah big fan uh-huh. long time long time fan. appreciate uh, not a first time caller uh yes yeah first time caller long time fan big appreciating yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, win. Yeah. I, ha- I have all your stuff yeah. and then uh so i don't think i need to yeah, like, if it tastes like broccoli with salt and butter, it would, mm. like, make it like, be a little less of a fan, I think. Right, but you're saying, like, you're already signed up for the newsletter, you're already subscribed, yeah. you're already a fan, so you don't actually yeah. need anything to make you, like, more or less of a fan at this point. You would still, you'd still be in the court, kind of regardless. Yeah, I don't need to add, yeah. like... We don't we need don't, to add, we don't need to add we don't the need, obsession, like, flavor. No, right? no, no, we don't yeah. need, like, don't need lip bombs that go for your nips. Yeah, we don't need chip None flavors, like, no. we don't need that. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need all what dressed. What is that? Oh, ketchup. Yeah. No one wants all dressed. Dress, no. Right, dress undressed. Uh, What's it called? Slightly dressed is actually kind of cool. Slightly dressed? Yeah. You prefer having sex with people when they're slightly dressed? Yeah. Okay. Because okay. for me, uh, I Some think illusion. a body is just a body. Like, everyone oh, has a body. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, if I see a naked person, I'm like, this is naturally, like, a natural You're thing. You're like a person in the wild. It's a natural thing. But if I see, like, you know, some clothing on it, it's, it, it intrigues the imagination. 
Oh, it in, okay. Yeah. Okay. Plus, with clothing is like there's there's things to like. There's some there's hold a destination to. to get to. There's a yeah. place like that you're going yeah. somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Keeping something unknown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you like to like have that be kind of for the most part, and then eventually get to naked, and that's like we did it, or do you prefer to just like mm. only have sex? completely like with not completely <laughs> completely <We're> only- closed <laughs> in it keep onesie, everything on in a full one yeah <laughs> uh i like semi okay like maybe not always mm-hmm. but sometimes maybe keep a bra on kind of thing okay. maybe just like slightly you know one of those where it's like you have the the straps off i get it i get it it's all off, kind of but it's kind of still around you yeah there's 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 clothing you know attached I mean? to it yeah. yeah it's not just like a seal you know it's like there's something on the seal yeah yeah you know, I, like, I think yeah. okay can i ask you sasha what's your longest relationship a year and a half i'd say hmm, interesting yeah. and did you find that you had sex more closer to the end of that um still half clothed or was it just like full nudity because oh i see you just been with someone long enough that you're just like i don't care if this is my seal body oh it's not okay it's not about um it's not so much about like being uncomfortable with a naked body no i get it i get it you're just kind of like if it's sex it's sexier if there's like something that's allure i think yeah i think clothing and and yeah i i don't need to like the person doesn't have to be like in sexy lingerie all the time well yeah like i hope not if they're just wearing a shirt like a a, you know Mm -hmm, any mm -hmm. like shorts or whatever anything i'm like it already makes it sexier than just just the body yeah. I don't know I guess um, you need a body with some some flair some accessorize yeah because it, it like adds to it it's yeah. like I don't know um, like, dress let's this see. mannequin up She's more naked. or less I, I mean I think generally you have less sex as you approach the end of a relationship mm, depends depends how it ends I guess yeah if it depends ends in someone's cheating then you're likely Maybe having the same amount of sex or no sex, depending on how the relationship is going. Or a lot of sex. I don't know, I don't know. though. No, I think sometimes sex, if that's a really good part of the relationship, but other things aren't going well, you still can have a lot of sex up until the end of the That's true. That, that's, I think that's the only time where, where you actually have a lot of sex by the end of the relationship. Yeah, I mean, sex is intimacy and closeness. So if there's a disconnect, it makes sense that sex goes away for a lot of people. But right. I do think sometimes people, it's like... Sex is the thing that kind of keeps them together for a little oh, longer. Oh, I, I had a few yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah you had a few yeah. of those. Uh, I had a few <laughs> where it was like, specifically, almost word for word, it was like, if we just keep doing this, then I can see this going forward. Right, right, yeah. right. And right. I'm like, I, I agree. I don't... Yeah, you're like, I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is... I like this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything else, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's usually... <sighs> so what ended up ending it for those ones that where it was just so great? Uh, it was distance, so mm. we, where we couldn't have sex. Mm. So, like, all those things were kind of popping up, and there's no, not that sex is a solution. Sex is more like a distraction from a problem. I wow! Think. Yeah, I mean, I'm I don't le- know. Like, if, well, at least in those scenarios, it was, tre- it, was, it was more of a, like, oh, we have an issue, but it was also when I was, like, 22 or something. Yeah. Where we had an issue we needed to discuss, and then because we're both 
uh, horny 22-year-olds. And not really, whatever. like, knowing how to discuss Yeah, and not really knowing to. how to deal with it and yeah. communicate. We'd just fuck. And then yeah. after, be like, all right, uh, let's get on with our day. And then, in the, like, whatever few hours, it's like, oh, we're back at it. Mm-hmm. We're like, ah, oh, let's have sex again. Yeah, then, that would be something that we would like to do. Yeah. Do you, do you find that um, sex is usually, like, your favorite thing about a relationship with a woman? No, it's the communication, I think. What? Oh, you looked at me when you said that like I was going to make fun of you. And I'm not going to, but no, I'm going to no, ask No, 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 I was, I, I was being sarcastic. Uh, uh-huh. I like, I think, probably cuddling is my cuddling? favorite. Cuddling? Yeah, yeah, is my Don't favorite. Don't believe it. Is my favorite thing. Because like... Cuddling. Yeah. Cuddling. Yeah. Cuddling. Yeah. Okay. I kind of more meant like... You know, I mean, there's, like, physical intimacy, but then there's, like, obviously getting to know somebody and, like, supporting each other and Mm. all of those other things. Like, you think your favorite part of a relationship is cuddling. Yeah, well, I think so far, because Uh the relationships I've been in, um, I've been kind of at a a period in my life where I was either in school or, um, like, working towards getting in school or something like that. It, It hasn't really been where I was, like, working towards... A career goal okay yeah, like I haven't dated mm, when once I started stand-up I started dating but I wasn't like this is my career or whatever mm. so the supporting part hasn't really been part of a relationship so far yeah like where it was like at one of the big three or big five or whatever um so I can't comment on that um but why cuddling then? I'm so curious. I don't know. I just, I, I, it's kind of like, it hits so many love languages for me where it's mm-hmm. like, it's quality time. Cause we usually be doing something like watching a show together or, mm-hmm. uh, uh, talking or whatever. So you could do quality time. You can do physical touch, like all of those in kind of one sitting. It's so true. It's, it's about true. efficiency with me. Yeah, you're like, I want to check off as many love languages as possible. Just yeah. give them a little gift around the corner while you're cuddling and then just get them all in there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do hear you though, especially when it's like cold outside. I feel like there's something that can never be overrated about cuddling. Like, mm. It's just the best. I like uh, traveling together. Ooh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I Where's think your... traveling together is really cool because it traveling for a lot of people is stressful. Yeah. So, and I think being together in a stressful situation is actually very uh, indicative of how you're going to, well, like, it's a, traveling is like a simulation for a, a stressful yeah. situation you're going to get into eventually if you keep dating. It's so telling. And yeah. it's, it's also kind of telling if you're excited to travel with someone. Like if you're excited to see places and interact with strangers with right. that person, you kind of trust them to like enjoy the experience together. Right. Then it also shows you that you can like have a lot of joy doing things together. Because mm-hmm. I think sometimes if you're just enjoying each other and not the outside world, you can kind of forget that like your person, I don't know, might be horrible to... Uh, wait staff or they might be like just you know an absolute menace out in public yeah. or they might be someone who's completely fine but just isn't somebody that you get a lot of like excitement about sharing new places and new things with right. and I feel like when you travel if you're really excited to be like let's eat here let's do this let's see this it's kind of a good indicator that you're with someone who you want to like share life's happy moments with mm-hmm. too like it, it's like a lot of things packed into one to travel I think efficiency yeah, you are all about efficiency. You're like, how can I get this done? Where was the best place that you ever traveled with a like a partner? Well, I I started seeing this person and we went 
basically backpacking in Asia for like a bunch of months. Cool. And um, that was really cool. Bali is fantastic as mm-hmm. a couple, I think. Uh, up until it's going to stop being fantastic for couples, especially unmarried couples pretty soon because yeah, they passed that law where unmarried couples can't have sex I know in the country anymore which is insane it was actually kind of cool because um it's sort of related but when we're in Laos um we needed to take a sleeper bus from like one city to the next and the uh person selling the tickets was like hey are you guys married and we're like no I'm like well uh if you're not married there's a chance that they are not going to allow you to be in the same bunk on the bus so we went out and uh, we got rings. You did not. I we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we're we're at a night market, and I was like, it'd be kind of funny to. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I love um, it. I was unemployed at the time, so you know, ten times of my income was uh, pretty low. Uh, wow. <laughs> so I bargained it down. Um, yeah, but uh, we did get rings, and, and, and then, then no like, one else. We did yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no one, no one cared. Uh, that's so <laughs> and I was funny. like, oh, um, that was kind of cool. So just like moments like this, yeah. doing new things, learning new things together is is pretty cool too. Yeah, that is really exciting. Yeah. It's weird about the Bali thing. I wonder how they're gonna prove that. Like, you're not allowed to have sex if you're unmarried. Yeah, are they just gonna go around checking marriage certificates? Well, they said that it might apply to a lot of those rules in. Um, Asian countries that are would be considered quite a bit more conservative than like Western laws. Mm-hmm. They generally don't apply to tourists. Like you right. can go to Malaysia, and in some places, women are supposed to wear uh, like a mm-hmm. covering, mm-hmm. and it does not apply to tourists. tourists. Like you can go to the beach. It's kind of ridiculous. Uh, certain parts of Malaysia, we went to the beach. And my girlfriend at the time was just wearing bikinis and there would be like women covered, fully covered up, like walking by. Did she feel weird? She didn't care. I felt a little weird because yeah. it was like a lot of men just staring. And right. I'm like, do you really want to Like that do scene this in Euro Trip when yeah. all the men like run. Do, do you remember Euro Trip? It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it that. wasn't quite like that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a little. There was weird. a lot of ogling. And, uh, she, she got uncomfortable at some point too. She was right. Like, all right, let's fucking go. Um,. Favorite parts of a relationship? I think just that, like the cuddling for sure. Cuddling I mean, is Sex is great. Um, I think if uh, I was uh, I was dating someone and they weren't a cuddler when they slept. Are you a cuddler when you sleep? That gets I hot. Can, it does. It does get hot. That's I, that's a it, hot body. It gets. Hot it gets. Body. It gets very hot. Let me tell you. It gets. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, that's weird. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does get hot. But I need like at at least. I'll kind of like I'll cuddle till we fall asleep, and then mm-hmm. I'll like turn and then just sleep, sleep. Okay. You know? Okay. But like s- some people, no touching. Yeah. I need to, I need to, like, you need, like, something. Foot, yes, you know, I like that. Touching feet like kind that. of thing. Yeah. Yeah. My ex and I had a thing where we would have, like, our feet just, like, crossed yeah. or, like, linked or Aww. something, or, like, sometimes our hands together. Yeah. 
um, like kind of like otters. At least just cute. kind of, you know, have my arm on them. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. that I totally get. Cause there's just like some, that's like a nice little connecting thing. Yeah. I get that too. But, um, it was cute. My grandparents who've been married for like 60 years, even after my grandma got Alzheimer's, um, my grandpa like one time was just talking to us about how he was like sad and about losing her and stuff. And he's like, but every single night we still go to sleep with our toes touching. So every single night for their whole marriage, they had always had their toes touching. And I thought that was really cute. That's really cute. Yeah. I like that a lot. The body still remembers. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, even after she was a little more gone and, um, you know, she's, he's since passed now, but it was just so nice. Like to, to hear that that was, I, it's uh, a once we're kind of, what was it? I think I was, it wasn't a date because, uh, of what I'm going to say next, but it it wasn't a date. No, no, no. Okay. All right. right. So (laughs) it was this person I was seeing. (laughs) It's a date. No, 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 no. But it wasn't, I I mean like it wasn't like a first date or a second. We're just like, you know, we're seeing whatever. What does that even mean? Like it wasn't. How is that not a date? You, do you mean okay, you were going out for dinner? Like no, no, no. We're just... we, we're, okay, so after we hooked up... With okay, so you went out and you hooked up. This person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. We're like hanging out and I think we're like looking at memes or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't. And then we're we're sitting so that our, our feet were touching. Uh-huh. And we... It was like one of the hardest times I laughed. We just interlocked toes. That's so cute. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen because it was like... We're stuck. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've ever done that. No, I haven't. You get stuck. Is it weird? It, it's, it feels weird a little bit. Does it? Yeah, but it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It was just like, yeah. Now I'm so curious. Did, did you, did you feel like both all your toes just kind of worked together? Like they just Yeah, meshed? cause, cause, cause your toes aren't like your fingers, obviously. Like they're bigger. <laughs> wow, yes. They're Thank bigger. You. They're kind of like, <laughs> they're, bigger. they're kind of like puzzles because they're bigger at the top than the bottom like the thinner were at the base yeah we're really getting into the anatomy of toes here <laughs> some people would really enjoy talking about toes they would. um so you kind of just lock in and because the the top is bigger oh. than the bottom it, it locks in perfectly but you can't you can't separate un- unless you're like kind of split no that's fair yeah, it's yeah. also really funny how much you've thought about this i, I think it's interesting too because like an engineer so it's well like, yeah you're <laughs> I'm an engineer. I'm an engineer, so I like to think about things like this. Um, so it's interesting too because your toes aren't as dexterous as your fingers. So yeah, like, it took if us you a did, while. Just like clunk them together. I think we're we're kind of like it's like one of those finger Loki wrestling, like with uh, like toe wrestling or whatever. It wasn't a sexual thing at all. Toe wrestling. I don't know. And that then, would be a sexual thing. And then thing. we kind of locked a couple of toes, and we were like, oh, let's just. And then we did the whole thing and we got stuck and it's the hardest I've laughed. Oh my God. Did it feel yeah. like when you get, um, have you ever had a pedicure where they put those t- yeah, toe separators? Yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's just yeah. someone else's toes and they're moving yeah, too. Yeah, so, they're, so yeah. it's like a moving toe separator. Yeah. Oh, that would feel weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, so yeah. That's, that's kind of, uh, how did we, oh, what's your favorite <laughs> part of a relationship? Ooh. Um, I think it depends because, I mean, I've had relationships that are like very much shouldn't have been as long as they were. And mm. so it's hard to like find. It was find. A sexual. Yeah. I mean, nature. it's for, well, maybe, I don't know if eight years we can <sighs> hang on that one, but yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, yeah. I think though the, fa- my favorite thing about like learning about people afterwards is um, when you find someone that like gets your brain and mm. you have such a comfortable 
kind of thing with them that you just know that you could talk about anything and it, right. you would both really enjoy it and you're genuinely curious about them and not just how they make you feel. That's mm. my favorite part. Because then I'm just excited about somebody. I'm not just excited about a feeling they're giving me. I'm like excited about the person and I think that also helps... I don't know, like, even any friendship or anything, mm. any situation, like, you're just glad, to, when you're just glad to know that person, that's my favorite part, because mm. even if the relationship didn't go where you wanted it to go, knowing that you had, like, a really good connection with somebody, and, like, maybe even they could be a friend or something, that's, like, a, just a beautiful part about finding people that that's I true. like a lot. Yeah. I, when you said knows you so well, like, know each other so well, blah, 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 it got me thinking... Not blah, 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 but the rest of That's it. That's okay, that yeah, blah, 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 speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but that part specifically got me thinking of scenarios where someone knows me so well that they would know my reaction to a certain thing. Right. And every now and then, I don't like that. Because I like to be unpredictable. Mm, yeah, I okay. <laughs> I don't like to be predictable. Aw, man. If, yeah, if, if someone's doing something or showing me something or telling me something and they know my reaction and I react exactly how they want me to react, I'm like, you kid, you don't control me. But why is that? <laughs> so I, I get that that can sometimes be annoying, especially if you're like, oh, I want to just, yeah, I yeah. want to like react on my own. But um, I feel like that's, it's a nice thing though. It's nice. Yeah. That, it's nice that somebody not only knows you that well, but choose to, uh, chooses to think about it. Like Absolutely. doesn't choose to just kind of take what you give them it's like and be like, it's a cute, annoying thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear those things where you're so, like, oh, you, you so know. Much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay, yeah, fine. I am the way I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just think it's nice to be like really known because I think when people do that and care to do that for you, regardless of what the nature of the relationship is, it's just like a really fun thing. Mm. Yeah. Makes me really happy. Okay. I like that. So what about the eight year relationship? Right? Oh. How do you, <laughs> how do you. Cass's mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> um, well that was, okay. So basically I was 18 and, mm. um, I was, I feel like in high school I just didn't, I had a couple experiences, but like super late bloomer. I was like horny constantly, but mm. I was like, I'm not going to do anything about that because I was I was just thinking about it today. Like how, how did, like, how is it allowed to have teenage boys and girls sit together at one desk when they're go like going for puberty? It's, yeah. To me. Well, you could sit me at a desk with a boy all you want or a girl because I was so horny, but I was so afraid of people uh, that like I would have not ever done anything. I was like, I had a back brace. I had braces. Oh, oh, like okay. I was six feet at like so you 13. <laughs> I was like this, you're, this horrible. You're in restraints. Yes, I was this like acne prone slender man. Like I was like not doing well Aww. at that age. Um, so no one was really like into me. Like I remember telling a guy that I was into him, and then he was like, "Cool, I'm into your friend." And I was like, hey, "Great." Um, and I actually think he told me he was into my friend before I told him I was into him. So oh. I had like no shame or fear. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was so afraid of like other people but I, I like wanted like to do right. something so bad that I think when I was 18 um my ex he was my supervisor at work and he was this four day. years he was four years older than me Ooh. so he was 22 and um I was not even fully that attracted to him at first but he just like he want he was seemed to be into me mm. and I think just because he was into me I was like yep and then this is it yeah and then after we got into a relationship I think I just wanted to do everything I could to like be there for him because it felt good to be like wanted by mm. somebody and I just didn't really ever think about who I was or what I wanted but it was not like 
anybody's fault. We still have a lot of like really great memories, but it was just like the relationship shouldn't have gone probably longer than like a year, right? Maybe two. Um, but I just kind of wanted. I guess I was it's like, just the timing of, of, yeah. of those things. Like, yeah. And you yeah. just, it, when you don't feel like desirable for such a long time and mm. then somebody like does want you, even if it's unhealthy, Oof. it's like really hard to, yep. to release that feeling from it. Right. But my God, he was boring. He was just so, such a boring person. <laughs> and so it was, um, yeah, it was just like, not always, but like he had his moments, but it was just boring. You know, how? Um, he was just. I don't know, like, he, he, by his own admission, just had, like, kind of basic interests and would kind of run out of things to talk about a lot, hmm. and, um... What, what are basic interests for guys? Oh, he just, like, he, all he really loved was video games. He wanted to be a cop, which he was, yeah. uh, because he wanted to help people, um, which I thought was, you know, really sweet and stuff at the time, but there was, like, really, n there was just not a lot of other thoughts behind mm. a lot of the things he was doing, and if I would ask him or be curious about, like, what he was thinking or feeling, it was a lot of, like, I don't know, or a oh. lot of, like, I, I don't know, I'm just, like, trying to relax or whatever, like, <laughs> you know, so, um, he had his moments, don't get me wrong, like, there were some really fun things about mm. him, for sure, I, I, I say he was boring, and that sounds horribly mean, um, but he was also like, you know, had lots of great qualities. It just like wasn't, I think he just wanted like a, like a littler life. And right. I was always like, let's talk about every single thing we've ever felt. And mm. he was like, no, I don't want to do that. Were you into uh, like improv and all that sort of stuff uh, around that time or? Yeah. I mean, I was um, into improv when I was a teenager and then went to school for acting. Right. And um, okay. he was always like wildly supportive of that, which I loved. Like in terms of supporting uh, me in that way, that was like a really... Like, he was always great with understanding that that was, like, a dream mm. of mine. And um, that was super awesome. Um, but, yeah, we met working at a pool together, right? Oh. So, like, we were lifeguarding. Yeah. And you're coming out of the water. And oh, yeah, baby. bathing suit. Oh, things shaking as you run. Nothing was shaking. I was 18 and <laughs> the, thin the, as a rail. Like the, the, the brace yeah. was The brace was squeaking, squeaking off. <laughs> <laughs> the hinges were undoing because I was eating out of the thing. My braces just fell out of my mouth. Oh, All the metal, no. just shrapnel, yeah. just goes away. Uh, yeah. And yeah, he was, he was my supervisor and we did, uh, we did have fun together for sure in the beginning, I think. Um, and then I think we outgrew each other in different ways. Like, mm. I don't think I just outgrew him. I think he also just like, he really wanted to have like a house and a mortgage and like do normal things with his life. Mm -hmm. Like he really wanted his life to go like a very just traditional way. Right. Um, and so I think I was not like mature enough to meet him there. It's also time. quite a difference in, in sort of how you do things. Like you don't seem like, a conventional family type person at least based yeah. on your interests now for sure so it seems like diff different paths it again. didn't work and i think yeah. like we both tried to make it work because there was love there like mm. there was a different kind of love it wasn't like crazy and wild and passionate but it, we built it over a long period of time and uh yeah and i wasn't that person and i think i wanted to make myself that person for him but then i also wanted to fight against it which wasn't fair yeah because i think he just needed to be able to find someone who just wanted like that like, I think he wanted to move back to the suburbs and just, mm. like, have a family. Um, 
and so yeah, like I hope he he finds that. But I also outgrew him. I think in terms of like I wanted to think about new things and experience things together, and you know I would like plan trips for us and stuff. And right. um, he would try. You know, I would I would be like, what are you interested in? Like I don't care what it is. Let's just do something you like to do, and I'll be happy because it's what you want. Just not anyone. Um, and um, he just it was just hockey and video games and being a police officer, and there was just really not much yeah. else. Yeah. So that's a trifecta. Uh... Yeah, that's who I was with for eight years. Yeah, wow. Well, and uh, what pushed you? What pushed it to the end? He broke up with me. Um, I remember we we split up during COVID because he was working um, as a police officer, mm-hmm. and so he was like, "I'm probably gonna get it at some point." And we were in a 500 square foot apartment downtown Toronto. And I was like, "If it's okay with you, I think I'll go stay with my mom in the suburbs." Like, you know. But if not, like, if you need someone here, like, I'll be here. I was just kind of worried about not being able to leave the apartment in Ontario lockdown, which was so long, you know, for that amount Mm. of time. Um, And this was in March when it was just happening, right? And so he was like, yeah, I think you should, like, I think go be with your mom. But our relationship had been struggling for years. Like, we'd been trying and I always made us talk about everything and stuff. But I think he just, he was depressed and kind of retreating in on himself and um I I just was like I'll do anything I can to help but I was right. kind of I lost all my kind of power in that relationship too like I was just like oh yeah like whatever you need you know um but I started to resent him too I don't think I was the nicest I think I could have right. been nicer uh anyway so that all happened I went to live with my mom there was no hard feelings we were just mm. like apart and we were sending each other stuff and I was like what do you need and I want to make sure you're okay I was checking in on him a lot uh, but he was just kind of like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, not really talking to me about it. And then um, he wasn't fine and he asked for me to come home and I kind of realized I didn't want to. So we gave it another couple weeks and then I did go home and I was miserable and he, mm. we were both just like not in a good place. And then he was really upset one day and I said, will you come for a walk with me? Like, I think, I think you should go for a walk. And he was like, no, I don't want to. I know I said I would, but I don't want to. And then... It got to a place where I was so upset and crying and I was just like, just please, I won't even talk on the walk. Like, I'll be quiet. I, if I promise I'll be quiet, just Damn. come for a walk. Because he hadn't left the house and I was so worried about his mental health. But I also knew he kind of just like hated when I talked. Yeah. So I was like, I promise I won't talk. I promise oh. I won't say anything. And I was crying and then he looked at me and he's like, you don't deserve this. Like, you don't deserve to... Like, kind of say that to somebody. And I was so grateful now to him for, like, recognizing that and caring enough about me to be like, this is not good for either of us. Like, Mm. the fact that you know that I don't want to talk to you is fucked up. And, like, and it was true, though. Like, I think we reached a place where he just, he told me he felt like he lost himself. He didn't know who he was even without me. And I tried Mm. to help him through everything. And I think it just caused him to resent all of the like big life things that I wanted to do and things I wanted to think about. And he didn't feel like he had his footing himself. Mm. Um, and you know, and was like, this isn't fair to either of us. And I ended up agreeing and you know, he ended it and I left. And then the next day he tried to be like, I'm sorry, come back. And I was like, I think we both know that that's not a good idea. And then, um, I'll always be grateful to him because even though there were some ups and downs, like he, it was a really respectful process and he's like a, a really good person. Mm. So I appreciated that I didn't have to go through, he didn't know, he didn't treat me very well a lot of the time, but he, he, in his core, I think like just didn't want, um, 
I don't know, anything to be like horrible or messy and yeah. wanted me to live a good life still. When And yeah. I want the same for him. Yeah, so yeah. that was like a nice thing. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. And I was going to say it's, it's uh, wild to imagine you be mm-hmm. like, I will stay quiet. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I will not say anything. Not because you talk a lot. It's mostly <laughs> because you come off as quite a confident person that knows that, you know, you have value when you speak oh, and you. You, you want to share, you know, you <laughs> want to share you. and contribute and... Yeah, so it's kind of... I, I mean, I do have a zest yeah, for yeah. life, um, yeah. and he just did not, and that <laughs> was, like, a thing that, you know, and I don't, like, he was a police officer, he was seeing crazy stuff all the time, yeah. right? It's that's um, insanely hard. Yeah, I and I had a real issue with the fact that he was a police officer, too, which I tried to wrestle with myself, and, yeah. you know, it was a whole thing, so... Um, yeah, but it was it was when I realized that I had kind of made myself a very, very, very dulled down version mm. of me and it still wasn't like palatable enough for him, it felt like, that um, we ended things. And I mean, I'm still, I'm so still on a self-love journey. I have a hard time with that. I always have. But it's nice to finally be in a place and with people and, and by myself and to like sp- hang out with mm. myself and just be like... I think I'm okay. I'm not that horrible all the time. <laughs> like I think I'm okay sometimes. You know, it's nice to be able to tolerate yourself. Yeah, yeah. We're right. we're at a. We used to be like we hate this bitch, and now we're like we're tolerating and finding yeah. some joy. And she's, I hope to eventually she's, she's be like high. she's cool. She's yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's nice. But that's a, that's a good place. To we be. had we had to leave that behind yeah. in order to kind of go forward. So you took some time away from dating after or. Kind of, but then I was also, like, I had come out as bi in that relationship. Right. He was great about that, too. Like, really understanding. A while in the relationship. Mm-hmm, what, yeah. what, were you just suddenly kind of, like, girls are coming home? Um, I think I felt that way for a long time. Like, I remember one of my, like, friends in, in high school had started a rumor that I was, like, a lesbian. But I hadn't done anything. So yeah. I was just kind of like, what? No, it's, it's only half true. But I'm not, <laughs> not going to, what? Uh... But at the time, it was, like, the most offensive thing, you know? Yeah. Like, she was trying to ruin my reputation by saying I was a lesbian. <laughs> um, not that I really had a reputation. It was just, you know, with people uh, that I was like, oh, my God, like, no, I'm not. I never would be. But then the more I got older, and especially in theater school and stuff, like, we used to freaking make out with each other all the time in class and Whoa. shit. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, I went weird. to the wrong theater school. There were some years yeah. in our theater school that were, we were just horny all over each other. And then other years, I guess, where their class wasn't. Like, we only had 14 of us that graduated. So we were with each other every day, all the time. Mm. And we would do these, like, experimental theater things where the teacher would kind of give us prompts and we could do whatever we wanted. And sometimes we would end up in these, like, scenarios where we were just, like, in love and crying or making out. Like, just all this. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So I feel like I had kind of seen everyone in my class, like, mostly naked and probably made out with them in class in front of a teacher by my last year. That's, that's, wait, was that theater school, like, after high school? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, for a second, that sounds kind of illegal. No, Uh, university. This was, this was 18 to 22. Nice. Um, my Bachelor of Fine Arts in Acting. That's what we were, we were making out, yeah. Feeling like going back to school for a second. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I actually think I'm due for another university education. I gotta, I gotta redo the whole 18 to 22. I think university is for me. Um, yeah, so that was that, and then I started to have like to think about, I guess, those feelings. And then I kind of told my um, my ex, who was my partner at the time, and he was like, you know what, it makes a lot of sense. And like, I hear you and just, you know, 
be honest with me about what you like need and stuff. Cause, um, you know, I was like, he's like, if you need to date a woman, obviously I'm not, I'm not that. And I was like, you are not, uh, sir. So <laughs> it was okay though. I didn't feel like that urge or that desire. Um, or maybe I did, but I squashed it. Cause I was mm. like, I'll fix this relationship. Yeah. And then when we were out of it and I was kind of forced out of it, um, which I went kicking and screaming after that. Like, I know I was all cool and chill and like, yes, we should break up and that's the right thing to do. No. Uh, the months that followed, I was a mess. I Oops, wanted yeah, to get back together with him. Yeah. Eight years. I'm living with my parents in like yeah. a one story bungalow. I didn't have a job. I'm like, it's COVID. I don't know what's going on. Um... <laughs> So there was so much time in COVID and so much time just sad where I couldn't do anything. I couldn't talk to anyone. I was so, so upset um, that when I finally could and the restrictions lightened a bit, I was kind of like, women? Um, but then, Same. yeah, found out quickly that that is also its own scary, yeah. uh, scary do endeavor. You, I know for, because I, I had a couple of uh, guys on the podcast there, bi, and mm -hmm. the whole joke about, like, Ooh, once I came out as bi, I couldn't wrestle my friends anymore. Like, is it yeah. similar for for you as a woman with other women? Mm. Where it's like, they're kind of concerned, like, oh, are you hitting on me? Like, I don't... That is a really great question. I, even some of my friends who are the most, like, open and um, liberal, all my, I have such amazing friends in my... Like, I am so lucky. I have the craziest best friends ever uh and even these women who some of whom I've been friends with my entire life I knew that they would be totally fine with this and be like 100% I totally I love it like go for it and I actually knew that they wouldn't think that I was mm. hitting on them but there was something in telling them out loud that made me with almost every single one of them go and I've never had any feelings for my female friends growing up. And yeah. that was never a thing. Because it wasn't. Like, I always felt like friends and potential dates were very separate for me. Right. And I just kind of needed them to know. Because I think even if I was like, I had a crush on you in grade five, they would have been like, cool, awesome. Yeah. And not have cared. It's just I didn't feel that way. So I felt very much a need to make sure everyone right. knew that they were like my friend and that relationship was important to me. Because my friends and I were fucking skinny dipping as teenagers yeah. and doing all kinds of crazy shit. And to me, that wasn't sexual. That was just like friends having fun. Yeah. And I just didn't want anyone to, even for a second, be washing a dish one day yeah. and like taint that? that memory. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, even if it was completely subconscious and not because they wanted to, but just they just thought about it and went, huh, I wonder. I just yeah. didn't want that to Yeah, happen. I want to make sure that when I was 12, when I was masturbating in the same yes. bed with my friend, yeah, but it was purely as a friendship exercise. You no, know, it was like, this is nothing. for friends. Yeah, yeah when yeah. we were scissoring yeah. at age 10, I just yeah. want you to know, yeah, like, yeah. that was not me discovering myself or my body. Like, that was just, And when know. we're, yeah, when mm. we're checking out gay porn, it was specifically, specifically for, out of, oh my God. you know, just to... <laughs> So I did, okay, this is, this is ridiculous, this is ridiculous, but my one friend, we actually did check out gay porn together yeah. in a non-sexual way, because, so it was me and her, and we had one of those mini laptops, like one of those mm -hmm. tiny, stupid ones that yeah. like barely worked, uh, in the days of MSN, and we were talking about, like, sex, to, sex between two men. And we couldn't, we, we were young. And we couldn't <laughs> you and your girlfriend yes. watched uh, male, male gay, gay porn, porn together. Fine. Because... We were taught, we were just talking about yeah. it and she's like, yeah, so, so they have sex in the butt. And I was like, okay, so the dick like rubs between the butt cheeks and she, and she's like, no, the dick goes inside the butt hole. And I was like, no way. 
not a fucking chance. I was like, buttholes are way too small. I was like, I've seen it. I've seen a butthole. Seen it. Tiny. Little balloon knot. Little crushed yeah. spider. No. Crushed spider? Little crushed spider. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah. I will never look at a butthole the same. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm ruining buttholes for you today. I'm terrified. Well, I'm not terrified of spiders. I generally don't like spiders. And I don't spider. mind buttholes. But like now, um, yeah. Crushed spider. Little star anise. Little star spice. anise. I like those. Yeah, star anise. Those it looks nice. like yeah, yeah. Anise. Looks good on a plate of rice. Uh, but in my rice. mind, I was like, it's this tight thing, right? Like I wasn't yeah. thinking about it being flexible. Like I was too young. I was like, I've just yeah. I've seen a butthole. There's no way dick is going in there right and she's like i really i really don't believe that it's just like a hot dog rubbing between a bun yeah. and i was like i think that's what <laughs> that it is i think so it's funny cool. that was just so we looked it up yeah. because she wanted to prove me wrong and she did and i was flabbergasted yeah. and at the time slightly horrified um but now i get obviously get it uh i yeah. just at the uh, we were quite young we were like 10 or something and um i was just convinced and she proved me wrong so <laughs> that's how i learned about anal sex <laughs> I'm sure someone did that at some point. Just just rubbed it? Yeah, just rubbed they it. They were like, is this good for you? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, like, titty fucking is a thing. Yeah. So, like, why wouldn't, you know, butt cheek fucking be a thing? I think it would be. It would just be so bad for whoever was on the bottom, like, because... It's just the teeth. It's just, yeah. Because, like, yeah. I mean, I've never been able to do that, but if someone's <laughs> able to, like, titty fuck, that's cool. Um, jealous. Uh, but, like, if you're going to do that, it's, like, it's not good for the person who has titties. It probably just feels like chafing. I guess. What do you mean you guess? Of course. I, well, I don't know what it would feel like to get titty fucked. Well, it would Someone feel like someone's rubbing it. between sensitive skin. Like, I don't think it would feel nice. I guess. It would just feel like, okay. You'd be happy that the person who's doing it is obviously delighted. Yeah, I think that's that's what's driving the whole experience. Of course. You want to do nice things for your partner. I'm yeah. all for it. It would be like that, though. So, if that was the only kind of anal sex you were having, I feel like that would be... Yeah. Overall unfulfilling because no one only titty fucks. I suppose so. What if there's a person out there that only titty fucks? He's, he's a purist. <laughs> I mean, he's probably so vaginas are gross. Uh, nipples taste like tomatoes. Let's let's get this. <laughs> it's you. The reveal. <laughs> let's get this thing going. The reveal. The reveal. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he would have sex with any woman more than one time, but he might be able to get into a lot of one-time situations. So, yeah. good luck to that man. I hope I wish him well. <laughs> Titty fuck Tom. Uh, titty fuck Tom. <laughs> I hope he has fun. Titty fuck Tom. Yeah. I hope he has fun. No vaginas. No vaginas. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so uh, generally speaking, it hasn't affected your friendships with... Oh, with women. Yeah, I was like, yeah. where did we go? Uh, what tangent did we go down? Yeah, that, that I would say, no, it hasn't affected me. The only thing is, like... There have, there have been things that have surprised me about, like, family learning mm. about it. But I feel like there needs to be space for your family, especially if it wasn't something they've known for a long time, to kind of just, like, adjust and ask questions. Mm. You know, because, like, my mom has had uh, thoughts or, you know, like, just people in my family have had thoughts or questions about it that if you said them alone, they might sound like they would like hurt someone's feelings and they might have at the time for me, but I could tell that they were just asked with curiosity, right. you know? So that I kind of like, cause I just feel like everyone works together to like learn about what kind things. of things. Um, my mom asked me if she thought that me being bisexual was why Josh and I broke up. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and it was like not said with malice or like right. with any, you know, she just, 
I think was wondering about that. And then I even think my, my man, my stepmom, who's like my second mom, I love her so much. Uh, she once asked, um, if that meant that before I came out as bi, she, she thought bisexual people needed like a male and a female partner. Oh, at the same time. Yeah. The time. At the same okay. time all the time. And, and that was, again, it wasn't said with any sort of like mm. anger. She just like was confused and thought that's kind of what yeah. people who are bisexual would want. And so they wouldn't be able to have just one relationship. They mm. would kind of have to be polyamorous. And I told her about it and she was like, oh, okay. And like, again, everyone just learned, the, Which right? the answer is? Uh, the answer is, of course, we're chaotic. We love partners. <laughs> we're all poly. Sign us up. No. Um, no, the answer is just like you, if you were in a relationship with a woman, can still be attracted to other women because right. you're into women. I can be in a relationship. That's a problem. Yeah. Well, well. Yeah. <laughs> Sasha, you do you. Um, but that's your For thing. some people. Uh... Come Some on, I mean, you're not, you have eyes, like... I do, but uh, I actually, the, a few of my relationships, when I started dating, uh-huh. I was so enamored by the person that I was like, I can't see anybody else in that, right? right? And it was actually a relief, because I was like, oh, I'm, like, I don't need to look around for... i sorry, I mean less looking around. No, like... not looking around, but like, I mean... Mm, it's different for me because like yeah I was like I don't need to find uh, another like a partner I don't, mm. I'm not looking at other people as partners anymore it's just you know yes so yeah. that's but that's what I'm saying like I think just in that same vein as you can find someone and be enamored with them and be like this is my partner but you can still acknowledge that like other people are hot yeah you know for but I can, example I can do that to men and I'm not exactly sexually exactly to men, so. so so it's the same thing with someone who's bisexual is just like yes the dating pool is larger but if we find someone that we're totally enamored with we're not looking at other people the same way i might be able to be like that woman is attractive looking and that guy is attractive looking Mm. but if i'm with someone who again i'm locked and loaded with it like it it doesn't mean that i need and i'm like oh i'm so unfulfilled because i don't have you know this right now it's like no i'm i'm feeling fulfilled with this person so everyone else is just a part of the dating pool that i'm not in right Mm. now do you know what i mean there's just more people in the pool yeah for, you know, if you're out of the pool and you're on the side and you're lounging with your person on the lounger and you're like, this is cool and we have pina coladas around at a time. Yeah. The pool's over there. People look great, but we're not in the pool. Mm. There's just more people in my pool. That's, but it doesn't mean I'm not on the loungers. Right. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Good relationships. I mean, I, I, I'm also curious about whether or not it's actually more people in the pool. What do you mean? Well, like, because... Yeah, you can you can date or, or have sex with men and women, mm-hmm. but then can and I do, baby. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but there's some straight man that wouldn't have, mm-hmm. wouldn't be in a relationship or wouldn't want to have sex with a bi woman. True. And there's some lesbian women that wouldn't want that either. True. So I'm 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 like, it's definitely a bigger pull because yeah, I don't yeah. think. I don't think there's that many guys out there that would be like, I would not have sex with a bi woman. I don't know why you would ever close yourself off like that. Like, bi women are just, I I mean, I just love bisexual people. I love, like, just people in general. I think that's like a bi experience is that a lot of bi people are like, ah, people, just Mm. the best. Um, But you're right. There are people who would say no to that. But I think they would know that about me so quickly because I'm so open about it on my dating profiles yeah. or like if you meet me that's you know or you see my stand up for five seconds like you're not going to not know those yeah, things yeah you go on stage me. just like bye 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 yeah bye, yeah bye, yeah bye bye baby I'm like let's talk about it it's it's my opener so it's yeah. like I talk about bi- being bi as a as an opening joke like I talk about it in like 
Um, so I'm not ashamed of that. And if you don't want that in your life or you don't want to like be with someone like that, then I, I don't even see those yeah. people. They're not even on my radar because yeah. they're not approaching me. I'm not approaching that them. Right. And same thing for women. Like I feel like most of the women, yeah, I think actually all of the women that I've been with have been bi. Mm. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So some, I think, uh, based on what I, maybe it's different for women, but based mm-hmm. on what bi men told me, mm-hmm. uh, during the podcast or whatever, uh, they're like, uh, gay men are like purists in a way. Mm-hmm. where they're kind of like oh you're bi you're different kind sure. of thing yeah so I think that there might be some people who feel that <laughs> way I've definitely felt like I've been on dates with women who are newly bi mm. and I felt very undesired by them like they don't even I'm not even sure if they like women and that is a, wow. that's a really hard date for me like I've had a few of those dates and it's happens, hard happens to men all the time oh I'm sure yeah <laughs> I think it's just hard to know though like um it's hard to know it's hard to feel really good about any date, even just like as a friendship or anything, if you feel like the person genuinely like isn't attracted to mm. something that you can't change about yourself. Mm. So it's hard to feel like you're making any sort of connection there. And it's really, um, or like you're kind of an experiment. I felt like that a couple right. of times and that's like really shitty. Like I don't, you yeah. know, it's just not a nice feeling. Um, I get that those people have to go on those dates to sort out their feelings and work on their own sexuality. Mm. But I tend to prefer, um, like somebody that I'm seeing right now, um, they were with a woman, they were married to a woman, wow. you know? So it's like, they're not ashamed of like that part of yeah. themselves at all. And so I never they're felt even from too. the first date that either of us was like, do we like this? It was like, we like this, let's get to know each other. Yeah. Right. And I felt that way with other, um, women too. It's just, there's been other dates where, I just, yeah, I feel like an experiment. And, that's and do just, you get it out of the way? Like, do you just mention it or how, how, do, how do those usually go? Um, usually it ends up, like it happened a couple of times with women um, sleeping next to me in my bed and nothing happening. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah, but I'm also, but I'm also like, because sometimes it's hard to know, especially yeah. with like feminine women or like, yeah, bi women sometimes, yeah. like it's hard to know. And so um, it, it was just one of those things where I didn't know, like the whole night it was like, do we want to go to another place? Yes. Like the answers were always like, yes, let's keep going. Let's keep talking. Let's keep whatever. And then I would be like, do you want to come back to my place? And then they would say yes. So I would be like, okay, great. And then we would be, and I just, I'm bad for this. I'm not great at like making first moves, but I can. Mm -hmm. And so I would like kind of start. And then, and then one woman just like put her hands like this, like close to her chest. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that is the biggest like no I've ever seen. So I just like rolled over and went to sleep. And then the next day she was like, thank you. I had so much fun. And we texted a little bit, but it just completely died off. And I was like, okay, yeah. But like, if you want to come back to someone's place, you are under no obligation to do anything. But if you don't even want to even hold their hand, like, that's weird. That's weird. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Don't you think that's kind of weird? That is weird. To not even want to hold hands. Has it happened before? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah. It's happened to me. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm always interested into why maybe you, people don't know how to say no or something. And like, I, I hate that idea, yeah. but I feel like it, it would have been after we had a, you know, a nice date and I asked, you know, it was very much like, yeah, I would love that. And then I just go to touch your hand and you're like, absolutely not. And I'm like, okay, peace. Like, good night. One of the weirdest 
dates I've been on. Like, yeah. it was kind of like that where we're having a good time and I'm like, do you want to come to my place? And it was like, yeah. And then like, I would go for the kiss and there was like almost no reciprocation on oh. her part. And I was like, oh, I guess she's not oh. com- like, she doesn't want, okay, cool. And then, but, but then we'd keep talking and it, it would kind of, I'd be like, uh, okay, this is weird, because I see, I see signals, but then when I went for it that time... What'd she, she do? Did she, like, dodge it? Not dodge, but just kind of, like, k- kind of move back a bit, so I was like, oh, okay, like, it's... But then, like, we're still talking, it's still, like, sh- she was engaging and uh-huh. still... And I was like, this is weird, I'm gonna ask, I'm like, can I kiss you? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, this is weird. So we start kissing and I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's going to some other, like, you know, in the direction of having sex. And then I would, like, escalate it a little bit and it would be, like, the same, like, uh, same reaction. And I was like, okay, maybe not. Maybe I misread it. And then it was like, well, I was like, can I do this? And it would just be like, yeah. It would just be like every single thing I had to, like... Which is totally fine, mm-hmm. I guess, but it would, not I guess. It's fine. It, the guess part is where I was confused because the body language wouldn't right. necessarily match all the way up until after the question. Mm. Do you think it was just somebody who like made a rule for themselves that they wanted to get consent for like every kind of physical thing? No, because after like after the fact, we'd keep seeing each other, and it wasn't like that at all. And, like, I would have a... Con- like, yeah. we actually talk. I was like, you know what? That was, like, one of the weirdest experiences I had having sex for the first time. What did they say? They're like, yeah, that was, that was a little weird. And I was like, that's huh. all... Like, no, why? No. But what I'm saying is yeah. I wonder if maybe the person was like, I want to be asked. Like, I want to just give consent for the first time on everything that we're doing. And then after that, like, the barrier's been broken and we're good. But if they didn't mention that... No, they then, didn't. yeah, I'm wondering, yeah. like... Because I wouldn't be confused. Right, yeah, of course. Like, of course. Yeah, because it, it basically... <laughs> it was at the point where just that initial reaction, I was like, whoa, okay, I, mm. like it's not going in that direction. Right, I gotta take it. But because I was like, I ain't got anywhere else to go. Let's chat. Let's keep, you know, hanging out. And then slowly, I was like, I'll do it again. But I guess this time, ask specifically. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I just kept, yeah. You got anyway, there. Yeah. You found anyways, it. You found a- anyways, it, it just it's, reminds me of those kind of... It's nice to be, it's nice to be, um really in tune with stuff like that though I think especially because you want to make sure that someone actually wants to to do that and be there with you and sometimes that you know it just takes a while to get the the train on the tracks um but yeah for me it's always an interesting thing when it's like even just like a touch or something Mm. if if someone does this even if (laughs) like flinches yeah like flinches sorry I feel like or not even flinches like hard but just kind of you can tell is like retreating from you that is just I mean I will just never like it's it's such yeah, a way you, especially because you won't go into it again well and women are not used to making the first moves i would mm. say on the whole i think i know some women who are and they're so brave and awesome and like i like uh, i have some friends I, like that absolutely and they're any the best. woman that makes the first move um i'm like let's go oh yeah, yeah. i can make the first move verbally but like physically i definitely struggle with that 
Um, it, it sometimes makes me uncomfortable, though. Fair. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm not expecting it. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. Yeah, you're just kind of like, woo! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, but but I, keep going. I find with women, yeah. because I'm so tall, too, like, it's assumed that I'm going to be uh, the, more dominant one. the dude. <laughs> and yeah. I'm just like, okay, but, like, I, I'm also, I'm a flower. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just like, ah! Um, but definitely, like, if I go in for just even, like, a light touch and I can tell someone's not into it, it will, it will ruin any confidence yeah. I had in making the first move yeah. and I will just completely like retreat. Um, so, which is good. I mean, like if someone yeah. doesn't want to, they shouldn't have to at all. It's I think, just... So, I just remember, I think what happened was, um, mm-hmm. I went for the kiss and it was kind of like that and I was like, okay. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I guess this is not a thing. And I was like, do you, do you want to go out? Do you want to like, um, do, something. do something? And she's like, no, here's fine. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah, it's like, weird. Like, why do you want to, like, be in my bed, essentially? But, like... Yeah. If, you know? Which, you could just want to be in the bed. But it was, like, it was that question where I was, like, okay, maybe I'll, like, try again, but this time specifically. Well, yes, yeah. yeah. It was the same thing where I was, like, you could have just said yes because you wanted to sleep in my bed. But to yeah. sleep in a stranger's bed it's kind of is, weird. like, why? Like, yeah. I don't know yeah, why yeah. you would want to do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just never know. But I think it's like, it's one of those things where I don't really, I don't really, it doesn't bother me. It's just such a, it's such a weird feeling to be like, I'm not sure if that person was like just inherently attracted to me at all. Um, but they, but we had a full night together, you know, cause if they weren't into it and we just left after dinner and we're like, see you later. Oh my God. Totally fine. Like we weren't vibing. Maybe like that, that's totally cool. Um, but when you just spend so much time in a night and have like such a night with someone and at the end you're like, I don't think they were attracted to me one bit. Um, that's always just a weird feeling. What are you doing with your time? Yeah. Don't you want to, don't you want to go home and have a bath or something? Like, um, what is it like meeting new people now? Like, because you, you say you have a quite a set difference in your mind where someone's a friend, someone's potentially. Mm-hmm. So when you meet a new person, mm-hmm. like, do you have to make that distinction right off the bat, or does it happen right off the bat, or do you like as the the getting to know each other progresses, you kind of decide, oh, right. this is just a friend. Oh, this is potentially. I mean, I think that hard distinction I was talking about was a lot is a lot more from my like good long term solid friendships right. that I've had from like my childhood mm-hmm. or when I was younger or even some of the ones I've made now like some of my friendships in comedy like they're just they're such good friends yeah. to me that that is like who they will be and who you know I I love those relationships that they're, they're very important to me when I meet someone new. I mean, I don't even think, like, friends and relationships when you're kind of interested in someone or have a crush on someone, like, mm-hmm. that line can be very blurry. Right. Um, and I'm very okay with that. I think it's fun. I think it's exciting. I think yeah. if I meet somebody new and they, you know, I've gone on dates with someone, had a great time, you know, had a great night together, but then just didn't really feel like I wanted to date them. And I've mm-hmm. just, I'll send them a message the next day. And I've even, like, made some some friends that way or, or, you know, or so you'd mention, Hey, like, yeah, I'm just not interested and, yeah. you know, pursuing it this way. And, um, you know, I did that with someone I went out with like a week or two ago and he was awesome and was like, yeah, but I would like, just love to be your friend. And I don't know if we will be cause that people mm. just say that. Right. I don't know, yeah. but it's cool to think that that could be a thing. Cause I just think when you meet someone who you really enjoy personality wise, even it like sex can be a component or it can mm. be, but I just like, I'm interested in those relationships so now, like, yeah, I mean, I feel like there's 
there's friends, there's friends you can sleep with. But for me, the biggest thing is like, I just don't, if I, someone's like a really good person that I like having in my life, I just don't want sex to allow me to lose that person. Mm. You know, that makes me sad. Yeah, that's fair. That idea. Cause I just think it's like, what a choice to be like, I like hanging out with this person. I like their personality. I enjoy who they are. That is such a compliment in itself. And that's what like friendship is. Mm. And obviously we're all like, we all have fun. We all have crushes. We all have feelings. Like we might, I don't know, things, fun things might happen, whatever. But I also think it needs to be, um, there needs to be a priority on that, that part of it. Like Mm. who you like and who you want in your life. Um, and it's, I think, unfortunately for some people, sex doesn't complicate that at all. And for other people, sex is weird. I can't imagine sex not complicating it. Yeah. Yeah. It does, it does, because you just, you you know, and people have their own perceptions on what sex means or feelings mean mm. or, um, you know, like I very much love casually dating. I have a lot of fun. Uh, if I was to be with someone again, it would be because we both made it very clear to each other that like, that's what we wanted. Mm. If someone's not making that very clear to me, then I'm, I'm okay to just like date and, you know, do whatever. Like, I don't need to try to be mining out where it's going to go. It's, it's right. okay if, if that's not the case. Cause at the end of the day, after the long term relationship I've had and all the experiences in between um I've also had another great relationship where someone really loved me well and showed me what it was like to be treated really well and so I just know that if that comes along again I'll recognize it Mm. and I'll be able to be like hell yeah like that's the thing let's hitch it up let's do it but that also takes time it takes getting to know people Mm. and I'm I'm just not in a rush to lock that in and, and, you know, and do that. Um, but some people I think, think that as soon as you start having sex, that's going to be the trajectory you're on. And I just wish it was more flexible, but I understand why it's not. It's very complicated thing that a lot of people have issues. They don't even know about wrapped up in, Hmm. in that. And so So in your mind, what's, what's a reasonable timeline or like, so you you would potentially start seeing someone casually Mm -hmm. for a bit and then, Eventually, over time, if it feels right, you would kind of close it up, or what's the... Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Like, I've had people I've seen for a while, and it's been consistently what's quite... What's ca- Well, the, I've seen someone now for six months. Wow. That's been quite casual. Yeah. But also not. Like, I've gotten to know them, their brain, yeah. their, you know, heart, things they like, things they don't like, and... Um, you know, been able to have great experiences and get excited about each other and share mm. closeness and um And then has there been a conversation about keeping it casual? Oh many, or? yeah. Multiple oh, okay. check ins, conversations, yeah. different things. How do you how do you do those check ins? Like, hey, like I'm I usually just ask questions and make sure that what I'm doing because for me like comedy is kind of coming first right yeah. now. I don't have a lot of time I want to make sure my friends get a lot of time. I mm-hmm. want to make sure other relationships get fulfilled. Um, and so, you know, like I will just have the conversation right away and just be like, this is where I'm at. Mm-hmm. This is what I can give. Um, if that works for you, great. If it doesn't, that's also great. Like someone at work called me a respectable fuck boy. <laughs> and I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but I'm not. I just... If somebody's ready for a relationship and wants... That might be the title of this episode. <laughs> respectable fuckboy. I'm okay with it. I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, like, I, I will just communicate my needs. And if those don't match, like, someone's looking to date for a certain amount of time and then get into a committed relationship, I'll be like, that's amazing for you. And you deserve that. I just, like, can't provide that mm. right now. And um, 
I know that I will provide that again for somebody. I'm a, I'm love to care for people in relationships. But again, if it's not standing out and screaming to me as something I need to just like drop, like not, again, I would never drop anything important in my life, but as something that works so well with my life and makes me so excited mm. and wants like, then I'm just, and the same is coming from them then I'm just not going to not meet people and enjoy the connections that I make, I guess. So then if someone you're seeing casually isn't doing that, does that mean they'll almost never work in that sense? Mm. It's a good question. Um, I don't know because sometimes I think I'm still learning. There's so much about dating. I'm still learning because I still feel like only a couple years in, I'm still very new to a lot of it. And I just know that when things have come along and really changed, like, the way that I felt or made me excited, and the same has come in return, Mm. that you never know what's going to happen. But at the same time, um, I also am, like, loving all of the other connections that I'm making. And I don't think that... Like, the person that I'm seeing right now, for example, I think is, um, like, very much thinking about being, like, and has been a polyamorous person. And so uh, I don't think long-term that I'm necessarily going to want that. So that is something I think about and go, well, that's probably not going to work for us forever. But I like love having them in my life and I love that connection Mm. and that friendship. So I don't think that'll ever be something that comes together in that way because I know that about them, but it doesn't mean that I don't want them in my life. And I actually have a lot of confidence if I was like, I did find something different that works for me, that they would be happy for me and that we'd actually still be able to be friends. Mm. And if we weren't, then I would just be grateful for the time we had. Cherish the memories. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty okay with that. Like, People come in and out of your life and the good ones, you know, might not always stay forever, but I don't know. I know I'm very like lovey-dovey about people and relationships, mm. but I just think that if you're open and communicative in the moments, it doesn't mean no one's going to get hurt, but I think it just means you're more honest with like yourself and, and others and like right. how you're feeling and you make sure everyone deserves the same level of like respect. So, yeah, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. Um you talked about communicating your needs and kind of what you can provide, which mm-hmm. seems more of a, like a early stage. Yeah. Like for a thing. second date. Uh, and then you, you talked about check-ins. So what are your check-ins like? Um, check-ins more just, I find if you're having a good conversation already about, um, life and dating and relationships, yeah. like, which just happens if you're hanging out with somebody, I will just be like, I want you to know that if you ever have something you need or you want that I'm not providing, like, I want to know about that. And if I can give that to you, great. And if it's something I can't or I feel like I don't have the capacity for, like, please tell me because I just want to make sure you're feeling good about this too. Like, Mm. I never want you to be not telling me something because you're afraid that it'll make me do something. Like, we Mm. can't can't attach ourselves to that, right? So So. have you had anybody, um, like... Obviously, things change. Mm-hmm. And have you had anybody uh, be okay with your uh, initial, like, mm-hmm. layout? Yeah. Uh, and then over time, not be okay with it, where they don't want to share your time with someone else or, or mm-hmm. anything like that? Yeah, I had a guy that I was seeing. He was such a lovely, sweet man um, over the fall. I already know the answer because he said was seeing. Yeah, we're not (laughs) seeing each other anymore. But basically, um, we had plans to see each other again. We saw each other every couple weeks. It was very fun. We had like wonderful, whimsical little dates. It was really cute. 
And, uh, you know, I had had, we'd had the conversation early, like second date or something, um, about where we both were at. And, uh, he was a long-term relationship person and, um, you know, we just kind of got to a place where I was trying to make plans. I could sense he wasn't into it. I called it out. I was like, I feel like you're not as interested. And he's like, I just don't think a casual relationship's for me. And, you know, I think, you know, this, that, the other thing. We ended up talking through it really lovely and just decided not to see each other again. And mm. I sent him a, a really nice message about how much I hope he, you know, enjoyed the city and all the things that he was going to do. And I was so excited mm. for him. And, you know, he's like got all these goals and dreams and stuff. So I just wrote him a message and I was like, I hope you have a wonderful life and, you know, take I bet care. you wrote the message and you're like, I'm such a good person. <laughs> no, no, no. I was not being a good person. I was just, I just you're wanted him guy. to have I'm that. such a nice lady. I could I have just like, blocked him or ghosted him, but no, I gave him closure. Oh my God. I'm but he, such a good guy. Well, he gave me closure. Too. Yeah, yeah. He also wrote me a beautiful, long, nice Both message. Of you were like... Yeah. <laughs> I think we were doing this to each other. Yeah, yeah, we were patting yeah. ourselves on the back and each other. No, I just... I'm always happier uh, when it becomes more of an upfront conversation. And I find that a lot of people are actually willing to meet you there if you mm. like open the door for that. And uh, I was really sad about that. I was actually very sad about it for quite a while. But I was also just like grateful to feel sad, I guess, because... I don't know, like it just, it didn't work and it sucked and I mm. cried and then I got productive and wrote and did shit. I don't know. Yeah. Like there's, there's stuff that you do when you're sad, the, right? Well, some of the best parts about the relationship is when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you have this oh high of productivity after a bit of a low, it, mm. you know, it's like, it's like pushing lows into your life. Because you know there's going to be a high after a low. Yeah, I guess. The more that you know that there's gonna that you're going to come out of it, I yeah. feel like the easier it makes it. Or the more that you just kind of, um, you use the time that you're sad and like yeah. think about it and do something yeah. with it. Like, it's like if, if people, I don't know, if, if, <laughs> if someone's like, hey, uh, I know it sounds weird, but yeah. if you get kicked in a dick. Yeah. It's going to hurt, but, but then right after, you're going to have the most euphoric experience Yeah, you're going to have, like, the best orgasm yeah, in yeah, life you're in, like, a week. Yeah, you the best orgasm. You're going to get jacked all of yeah, a sudden. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're going to be so you, good. You're going to have this, like, yeah, your roseness dick is gonna be a new in your dick. cheeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's going to break just, it into a new dick. It's going to, yeah, yeah, it's going to. Best dick you've ever seen. There's going to be people out there being like, kick me in the dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm never a, um like, I, I feel like I'm a pleasure hound, so I'm always looking for, like, things that feel good. So, anytime. <laughs> Some people call it an addict. Yeah, but, fair. Yeah. No, but, no, I just mean feelings. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm always, yeah, like, good yeah, feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, I was just, I. You could I, be addicted to good feelings. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Anyways. But, it's ironic, because I feel like I'm also like a sad and mentally ill person. Oh. Um, so there's that. But I feel like when I'm sad, I'm quite romantic about it. Right. Like I'm very like, ah, with like songs yeah. and yeah, yeah. I'm so dramatic, but like looking at the leaves. Oh God. Yeah. I'm, rid I'm ridiculous. And you're like, I'm looking up like our horoscope from compatibility <laughs> on TikTok, and I'm like, "You're right. It was it was Aries and Scorpio. It was never to be. It was like, never meant to be." I don't even believe in that shit. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, I mean, I, sometimes I like to look at it, but I'm just all of a sudden I'm basing my whole life around TikTok videos, and I'm just I'm a ridiculous <laughs> monster for one week. Yeah. And then after that, I become less of a ridiculous monster and I start, yeah, doing things, thinking about things differently. And I'm always grateful for my perspective at the end of it, but I'm no longer ashamed about the few days or the week that I'm just an absolute romantic, sad yeah. mess. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it. But you like it. 
I kind of, I'm just wandering. I live alone. So I can just, I can just be like naked from the waist down. Just yeah. like sitting on in my thing, smoking yeah, yeah. weed and just Pretending being like, oh my God. you from like, yeah. like, It's me. I'm like picturing it 20 years when I run into them on the street. Yeah. I'm dressing up to go outside because I think I'm going to run into them. Like I think my life is a movie. It's just a week of me being the saddest, most, yeah, yeah. movie dramatic girl you've ever seen in your life. And I, I love her. I miss her. When she's back, I'm like, hey girl, let's do it again. <laughs> Do it again. Let's yeah. cook. Let's pick it a freaking. I don't know. It's, I just do weird shit in my kitchen too. Like I'm not cooking proper meals. I'm just sitting there sad. Probably eating ice cream. Like who yeah. knows, right? Cookie dough, all that stuff. Yeah, or just or just endless mac and cheese. Where I'm just Ooh. like, yeah, all I can have is mac and cheese because I'm sad. <laughs> and it's my excuse to just eat mac and cheese. Nice. For a week, so. yeah. I mean, that that one cake you made mm. and shared with everybody was so good. Oh, thank you. I so do. Good. I love I love making food for people. But I imagine your mac and cheese is fantastic. I mean, I do have a very good cast iron skillet mac and cheese where the mm. noodles are like cooked in chicken stock Ooh. and it's it's very fancy. However, um, when I'm just like alone and sad, it's like from a box. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't say oh that we're doing anything God. revolutionary. Oh. Uh, okay. So that's that's the. Um, that's that kind of thing. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about the whole, like, you know, when you meet the right person, you'll kind of know. Because in my experience, when I met the right person, it was very, it was slightly dysfunctional relationship. And we just clicked a lot because we had similar traumas. Ooh, okay. So you're trauma bonded? Yeah. I think yeah. Though, from my experience, it's like when it like really clicks, uh-huh. like, oh my God, this is the person. It's usually that. It's like a magnetism in a way. Mm. But when it's like uh, kind of, like, I think it takes time to click though. I don't think click is instant. If it's instant, it's almost kind of like oh, it's a yeah, shaky, yeah, shaky yeah. Place it's, to be it's chaos. It's like yeah. it's a hit. Clicking oh. is something you realize. Yeah. I think yeah. the more you spend time with someone, which is why you should take the pressure off. Because when you do, and mm-hmm. you're like, I'll just spend time with this person and see what happens. You'll see what happens. You either but will or won't. I I agree. Um, where I'm kind of questioning is like. If I just see one person, mm. even if it's like uh, casually, it'll eventually lead into something if it's just one person. Well, then see multiple people. But that's what I'm saying. But yeah. seeing multiple people, like it does divide the attention. But then at times in the past, I felt guilty, even if we like had a conversation about doing it mm. casually, where I was like, like, I don't know. It just felt... Why do you feel guilty? I don't know. Do you feel like it's because she wasn't seeing other people and you were? Maybe. Mm. Where I'm also like, why am I seeing other people? Mm-hmm. You know? But then if you were saying, why are you seeing other people? I feel like that's the time where you have the conversation with the person and go, hey, I really just like seeing you. But it wasn't... I don't know. I like to question. I like to question if it's out of comfort or... Out of actual, like, right attraction, per se. Mm. You know, where I'm like, I don't want to be in a relationship because it's comfortable. But here's, the th- here's what I would argue. If you're seeing multiple people, and there's one person that you're starting to feel guilty about seeing mm. other people with, and one person that you're thinking about, then you kind of have your answer. That's yeah. probably the person that you want to be spending more time with. Because you're seeing other people, so why wasn't it that person, or that person, or that person? 
That's fair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone becomes more of like a primary in your yeah. mind and you can't stop, you want to text them first when something good mm. happens or you're excited to see them the most or you build, you know, your, your weeks or whatever around their schedule. And then you, yeah. you know, you, you want to prioritize them. Yeah. Then I think that you, that's your answer. Like that's how you're feeling about that person. Right. Otherwise it would be another I, person. I just, again, I just question it. Oh man. Like I'm like, is it, is, you know, is it me being like, lazy because lazy or or seeking comfort because i know that i can just you know hang out with this person or is it like that i actually want to hang out with this person yeah okay but then also it's like do you you have to think about the person not just how you feel like do you like who they are what they're doing are you really attracted to them like do you like the things they say or mm. the the stuff they tell you about do you feel it's easy to talk to them do you feel comfortable with them like mm. all of those things beyond just yeah am i just comfortable in how much we see each other i think are a good indication of whether you should be seeing them like at all or if just be seeing them casually right because if you're thinking about the person and you're like i'm delighted by all the stuff that this chick says i love who they are, what they're passionate about. Um, I'm excited to see them and tell them things like you're excited about how they make you feel, how you feel about them and who they are. Then like, what more of a sign do you want that you should just be like, Hey, you want to just do this? You and me? Yeah. That's, that's a good point. You know? Um, when do you, mm-hmm. when do you cut, cut casual things off? I'm still learning that. Yeah. Um, what's your threshold these days? I don't like I just don't like losing anybody from my life which is my own problem I think it's just more that like if I enjoy seeing somebody and we have fun and it works and I check in and I make sure everything's good then like I don't have any reason to not see that person Mm. um usually though like somebody I don't I don't let a lot of people be super consistent in my life because I think I know after the first date how I feel you don't sorry you don't let people like, if I start something casually with somebody, yeah. like, a consistent thing, it's because I, I already, like, enjoy them and had a lot of fun and want to see them again. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I, I definitely like to date. Like, I like going on a lot of first dates. I wouldn't say that I go on a ton of second dates. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I do. And when I do, I go on third and fourth and fifth. Yeah. So once you build the roster, do you keep going on the first date? Well, yeah. Like, I mean... <laughs> Is it, like, the weakest chain gets cut, or what? Well, no, it's just kind of, like... I don't know. It's, like, there have been times where I've had, um, you know, two people who I really like and who I'm seeing consistently, and then I'm not really going on first dates, or, like, maybe one here or there. But, like, I'm not trying to add, like, a ring of Cass's bitches, yeah. you know, to be toting around. Um, it's just, I'm just seeing what happens. Mm. And then, if I feel like I have extra time... Or I don't have shows or I have evenings open. Like sometimes I'll schedule a date for myself. But I find that my standard for wanting to see someone a second time is higher because you on the first date, like Yeah. Well, I'm kind of like, I well, I don't know. If I go on a first yeah. date with somebody and it's great and it's fun, but I wasn't that interested or it wasn't that fun, why would I ever put someone through that, like wanting to spend more time with them right. if I don't? Like if I'm going to show up again to a date and just be like, I don't really want to get to know this person more. That's unfair to me and to them. And it's not their fault. I don't know it's if just... it's unfair to them in my case. Cause like oh anytime a person's around me, they're having a good time. Oh my God. It's more of a, oh it's more of a thing is like, am I having a good time? And usually if not, why do you I'm think not... that? Why do you think everyone's having such a good time around you, Sasha? Tell me. Just experience. Okay. 
Men always say that. They're always like, I've never a bad date. And I'm like, I'm sure I've, you were. I've, I've been a bad date. Mm-hmm. When? A couple of times. Um, when? Yeah, when were you a bad date? When was I a bad date? See, that's a bad question because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take me a while to remember. Oh, yeah. Um, Do you think you were ever a bad date without realizing you were a bad date? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't know when. Yeah. Maybe okay. after the fact, I was like, oh, okay, this one time, uh, the obvious one is when the podcast first started, I would go on a date and it would be great and I would invite girls over and then we'd end up recording an episode. I know. It's so weird. <laughs> that used to do that. so weird. Instead of like, you know. Hanging out. Cuddling. Having cuddling. sex. Cuddling. Having sex. Or, Your or, precious cuddling. Couldn't get to it. Or, you know. Um, that would, that probably sucked a few times. Mm. Uh, what else? Yeah, I would Ooh. be, that would be so weird. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know. Okay. I'm sure there's a lot out there. I, like, I, I'm often kind of, I overthink things mm-hmm. in a lot of cases. So because I overthink things and I try to, I also love to be efficient. Mm-hmm. And because I try to be as efficient with my time as possible when I'm on a t- time crunch or whatever, I'll like, it's that in procrastination. Uh, I'll, I'll like cut so close to the, so I'm like, oh, I got to be there in 14 minutes. I know that I drive pretty fast. I'll be there in 13. So I'm leaving right. 12 minutes to get there. Yeah. So I get there late. Got it. Essentially. Got it. Uh, yes. I'm late quite a bit. Okay. Like habitually, but yeah. only like by 10, 15. And I normally let the person know, like, yeah. like I was, I, yeah, you told me yeah. that. And we were, we were like, we yeah, were, we're late on, on each page. other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but this doesn't need to be a, a rap sheet of all the things you've done wrong. I was just curious. No, yes. I'm sure there's way more. I just can't. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I be, don't, I don't focus on the bad experiences. I just remember the great. good dates, you know? And that's, but that's also what I mean yeah. is like, I know that my chances of like, if I was a good date on the first date mm-hmm. and I always, I try to be, um, I'm not going to be as good of a date on the second date if I already know I don't yeah. like the person that much. So there's no reason to string them along and like force them to go I through that. I just remembered a bad date. What? Okay, tell me. Uh, so we 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 met and... Off of I was like, a dating app? Yeah, or? it was, uh, I think, Tinder. And it was fairly quickly like, oh, let's hang out. Um, and the conversation on the app was kind of dry. So I was surprised that... She wanted to come out. Okay. And I was like, well, maybe over text it's not clicking, but in person it would. And then we meet and like, imme- I could see immediately on her face that she was just not into me. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, well, she's Aww. here. I'm not going to like, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm misreading things. And it's a shitty feeling. Though. Yeah. And we're, I'm like, I generally am pretty excited about meeting people and I like to, to learn about people. So I would ask her questions and she would be kind of dismissive. Like, mm, yeah, kind of like that mm, no. or whatever. You and know? it's so weird because most of the time people love when you ask them questions. Yeah. So I, that's what I was like. I was just asking her questions. She was not engaging very much. And then like five minutes into the walk, she got her phone out and I was like, oh yeah, okay, well that's a little rude. And then we're about to cross the street waiting for the lights to switch. And she was like, yeah, I think I'm just going to go. And I'm like, that's totally cool. I get it. Uh, which is, it's slightly weird because I live back there and the station is back there. So we're going to have to walk the same way. Um, so I'm just going to cross the street so we're not walking 
you know, so I'm not walking behind mm-hmm. you or in front of you. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. And I was like, all right, well, nice meeting you. Bye. And This was five minutes into the date? It was like, it was probably like 15, 20, but it was like a good, yeah. That's really rude, though. That's not you being a bad date. I mean, well, I guess I wasn't engaging enough or I wasn't exactly what she was expecting or whatever. Which oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. You were asking, if you showed up and were asking her questions and were courteous enough to be like, I'm going to go on the other side so we can like not be awkward as we end this. Like if she showed up and she was wearing disappointment all over her face, like that's her problem. You know. Oh, did you, did you, did you use that picture of Dwayne The Rock Johnson to catfish her again though? Wait, what? Yeah, you keep using that picture of Dwayne The Rock Johnson to catfish people, I heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She yeah. she looked at me and she was like, that's way too much hair. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You said like, that you were a bald man. And, yeah, yeah, a bald man, very in muscular. Jumanji. yeah. And, yeah, I said I was in Jumanji. You said I didn't do all my own stunts it, and she got pissed. Well, in, in brackets, I said background, but, But you know, she didn't read it. it. She just saw the pictures. You do have a lot of pictures of him on your Tinder. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't have said I know yeah. Kevin Hart. Uh, yeah. Well, next time. <laughs> I was so confused for a second. I was like, how, I know. The, how does she know? I know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think we're going to end on that. Okay. On catfishing people. What do we mean? <laughs> okay. What do we Oh yeah, that's that's a reasonable amount. I I started doing this thing because I um I started streaming on Twitch. I am a video gamer now. Uh, yeah, I have so many twelve year old friends. <laughs> and uh, because of that, it actually helped me be okay with putting out not quite um, edited content. Because like hmm. when you do a stream on Twitch, you have the option of like saving the stream on the platform for like a couple of weeks. Right. So anyone could go bring up a video of like my last uh, streaming session, which was like four or five hours or whatever, and watch the whole thing mm-hmm. unedited. Right. So, and I got to the point where like a couple of weeks ago, I needed to edit an episode and I was on a time crunch and I was like, why am I doing this? Uh, I'm just going to put an intro and outro. Yeah. Just do the regular thing and let it out. So it's likely going to be unedited in, okay. in terms of whatever. Unless you said something. You, I don't think I said but anything crazy. I don't crazy. think anything crazy. Yeah. No. It's, it's been a pretty yeah. solid combo. So I we're going to so end on that. Okay. Say bye to everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. This is my first podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Thank you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank, okay. you. thank you for having I, me. I had a lot of fun. Me too. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I All appreciate right. it.